This time I packed up my bags, I'm cutting. I'm done. I am done with football, yeah? And I'm 17, I said, I ain't going back to that place. I'm thinking, just ride it out, yeah? Man up, do your thing. But then you, when you realise you can't man up, you can't do your thing because this thing can actually take your life. It's had a little function. One of the boys got himself in, in problems. He gets nicked. The manager finds out. Manager absolutely loses the plot. Coaches always used to say, oh, what we're going to do, we're going to get into his head. And, yeah. and I used to laugh, a proper laugh, as they get into my head. You've got no chance. I can just about get into it. <laughs> I mean, what one time we, 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 had, we had a set to. And I, I just lost the plot, man. I said, Chow, I got to that stage, we might as well just have a tear up. <laughs> Welcome back, people. We have got what I would say the UK's most disrespected footballer of all time. Would you agree, Big Man? 100%. Yeah, we have got a legend, uh, a childhood hero of both of us. Yeah, 100%. And just one of the baddest boys around, man. He's a nice, nice guy. We're going to get into it. Mr. Andrew Cole. Bless, man. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for giving us the uh, the time. Ain't nothing. Well, we were driving down this morning, or this afternoon, like, gassed at it. Yeah. We were literally talking to each other, like... Mm. Walking down memory lane. <laughs> yeah, like, bro, like, <laughs> we're about to talk to and Andrew Cole, you know. And I want to get into that as well, because... There was a big spell around your name, wasn't there, for a while? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, this world where you, you give off vibes to similar personality like my dad. So mm. My dad had a thing where if you didn't know him, you had to say his full name, mm, Paul mm, Anthony Burke. He was adamant, that's what you had to say. And I feel like you're going to tell us a similar story <laughs> around your name. <laughs> and why that was so uh, so precious to you. Uh, you know the mad thing, it, it, it wasn't, you know. Um, no, 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 not really. Because when I was playing in there, I, I think in football people have a tendency to shorten your name yeah. to what they want to shorten it to. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I remember one day, I, I don't even know what it was, man. I don't know if I was Victory Sutton or what. <laughs> yeah, and the press guy said to me, uh, what's your name? What do you like, Andy or Andrew? So I, I told him straight, I said, look, yeah, if my mother can call me Andrew, what are you supposed to call me? Andrew. That's what it is, yeah. So, yeah, so they went on went on one as per norm. Anything I say, people go on one. Oh, he's changed his name. He's changed his name from Andy to Andrew. I didn't change my name because I was christened Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you guys who changed my name to Andy, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And also, this movie, like, I, I changed my name like I'm Prince or something. <laughs> I mean, from Prince to Symbol and all them things. <laughs> so I said, you know what, just get on with it. Get yeah. on with it. And then... I just got into it with them again, and they want to make up noises. Oh, he's changed his name. Who's he think he is? And all that kind of nonsense again. But I, I, I played the game with them for so many years. In there, they, they didn't bother me in the end. Just mm -hmm. call me whatever you want to call me. Mm -hmm. You know. But it looks like I say you spat your dummy out again because I'm telling you what my name is. You don't want to call me by my name. You want to call me what you want to call me. So, ain't nothing. So when you when you look when you look back, you say you played the game with the media. Do you feel like <coughs> obviously Wrighty is a friend of mine as well? I feel like you two. And we mentioned this, but you two were like the streets hope for football. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Like you, you represented all of us, not just black kids, but because you read it as well, didn't you? Mm. He was like, I can, I can feel, I can relate to him. Do you feel like your your way of like not really speaking when you were playing has hindered you a little bit in terms of uh, right? Is kind of like the, the child friendly one now, and everyone loves right. He's been giving off this, on, yeah, he's giving off this vibe of like uh, you know. 
nice guy, happy guy. But if you actually remember when he was playing, he was on he was on badness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's all gone now. But yeah. I feel like that's still around with you. Yeah, that, that's that's me. I, I I can't change what I am. Mm-hmm. I was having the same convo with my brethren the other day, and he said to me, "You know, I'm, I'm so glad you've not changed." I said, "I can't change mm-hmm. because this is me. The way yeah. I, I, the way I am with people, the way I talk with people, they turn and say." Have you one of us in it? I said, what do you think I am? <laughs> I mean, I, I can't change what I am. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I'd, I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of individual who, who say like mad things. It's like when you're growing up and your parents say you don't talk to strangers. Those are the kind of things I would turn around and say to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know you, so why am I supposed to talk to you? <laughs> yeah. And that, that will upset people. Is, yeah, but the thing is, it's actually so straightforward though, isn't it? Yeah. You, you're not saying anything bad. You just too honest, I suppose. Exactly. World. Yeah. And then people want to get upset and say, oh, he's, he's arrogant. He's like, I'm not arrogant because I'm just doing what my parents told me to do. I'm, I know I'm a big somebody now, yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. that don't mean I've got to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think people really get upset by it. But I turn around and say, I don't know why you get upset because I don't know you. And let's flip it on, on its head now. If I wasn't who I was, would you want to talk to me then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's true. You know, but people don't look at it that way. Yeah. Basically, you, isn't it? Yeah. He's the he's most anti-social like person you've ever met in your life. I've been called out as well. Social, <laughs> <laughs> no? you just don't want to speak to me. You don't want to speak to me. Yeah. If I see someone over there, I know they don't want to speak to me. They probably want to speak to me because I'm next to you. There you go. But you, look, I'm, I'm at that age now. I just turn around. If people want to talk to me, I'm, I'm at that stage. I just turn around and say, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you. No problem, yeah. man. No problem, man. But when I, when I was playing ball, it was, it, was, it was different for me. I'm just out there. I've got to do my job. I've got to focus on what I've got to focus on. You know, you, you touched on it already. For me, when I was playing football, I wasn't just representing myself or my family. I was, I was representing my people. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I was representing kids that want to aspire to play football, regardless of what colour you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do it. No, it don't matter how many people tell you what you can't do. Because mm-hmm. in football, that's, that's massive. People are always prepared to tell you what you can't do. No one's prepared to tell you what you can do. You know? Definitely. And that's, that's, that was what I was younger. That's what I was like. And when I, the way I played football, I played like it was my last game. I didn't know if it was my last game or it wasn't my last game. It's one of those ones, you've got, got to have that mentality. Yeah. Did you find that people try to change your mindset on not speaking to other people? Like, is it in terms of the clubs? No, no one ever said to me, look, Coley, you need to do this, you need to do that. Because once people know me, they, they know what I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's the craziest thing. So when a lot of people turn around and said, oh, he's arrogant, they turn around and said, well, do you know him? Mm-hmm. So no, no, we don't know him like that. So I said, well, how can you call him arrogant? Because I know him, mm-hmm. yeah, and I get on very well with him, and he's not a problem. So when people label this arrogant thing, he's, he's far from arrogant. Quiet, mm-hmm. very. <laughs> when, when, I was, when I was playing in that and in the youth team, that, coaches always used to say, oh, what we're going to do, we're going to get into his head. And, and I used to laugh, a proper laugh, as they get into my head. You've got no chance. I can just about get into it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And it would leave people so puzzled, like, well, we've done this, we've done that, and we can't, we can't get through to him. Well, it's not for you to do anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's to leave it yeah, to me, and I'll be what I am. Mm-hmm. But coaches always want to try to get into your head and try and mess with your head. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm the wrong guy to do that with. And more, more importantly, just talking that, you're talking on the way down, like, I feel like, you know, that school at United, other than obviously you got Neville and Keener on the TV all the time now. So not many of your era that was actually doing media, was it? It was more like a secret society, really, because mm. there weren't phones, there weren't social media. So you know, could go out on a Tuesday and no one would know. 
you know what I mean? Yeah. They, obviously, Arsenal talk about their famous Tuesday club. Like they used to go out Tuesday until nearly Thursday morning. Do you do you think you could play in this generation? Not not from the playing side of it, just from how much everyone was in your business and uh, wants to know who you are. Not not the things we were doing. No, mm-hmm. no. Um, I remember we, we used to we used to always police our own dressing room. Like so, mm-hmm. if we went on a run, like. For instance, what Arsenal find themselves on at the moment, mm. you know, a couple of draws and, you know, you're pushing for the title. We'd have a team meeting. Okay. Boom, team meeting. Take the manager, look, uh, we're looking to go out. The manager turn and say, okay, yeah, calm, not a problem. Tuesday, possibly Wednesday off, you say, right, you can go out Tuesday, not a problem, can you go Wednesday off? We'd have the Tuesday, we'd train Tuesday, go out the Tuesday evening, certain time, boom, six o'clock, whatever, we'll have some drinks first, mm-hmm. we'll eat, yeah, and then we'll crack on for the night. If anyone's got anything to say, hear it, mm-hmm. get it off your chest. Yeah, yeah. yeah? No messing about, no uh, little clicks and whatever, now we sit down at the table and we get things off our chest. So if we're not training well, we get it off our chest. Mm-hmm. If we believe someone's not doing what he's supposed to be doing, we get it off our chest, yeah? After we're done, we get off our chairs, we drink, we eat, we have a laugh and joke. We've got Wednesday off and we're back in Thursday, we're at it. And that's, that's why we were so good because it wasn't a case of, oh, I'm not even talking to my man today. Yeah. I said, no, get it off your chest. Mm-hmm. No point bringing it into the training on the Wednesday or the Thursday. Get it off your chest. Mm-hmm. The dressing room I played was the best dressing room ever because once you got it off your chest, if you've ever seen training on Thursday, boy, People get hot up at times. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. But you've you've put it out there now, though. So there's no room, no excuses now, because everyone's accountable. You've said, I don't know, trade is not good, or defenders need to be better. Once you put it out there, you got to act on it. Mm. And I think a lot of the, the younger kids now, especially because you're still in it, they don't like speaking it because and then you you, have, you hold them accountable to what they said. Do you get what I'm saying? So now they'll be like, oh, this is just rubbish. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, actually say what your problem is, what your beef is, and then you can go. Yeah, there. exactly. Do you know what I mean? And then that's how it grows up. So we'll talk about football now, because I know you want to start. So I'll let you tee you up. you got loads of questions around football, yeah. right? What do you think is the biggest achievement in football? The treble that you won at United or Arsenal's invincible, invincible season? What a silly question, man. But you know what? I want, I want the answer. Because I don't want Arsenal to win the league this season, so I just want to just... <laughs> Make every little... <coughs> you know what? I'll come and sit here and try and flannel, man. I mean, the, the, the Invincible season also was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. I, I would never sit here and disrespect Arsenal. You know, but when you've won every piece of silverware you can do in a domestic game and then you go into Europe and you win that, mm-hmm. I mean, you weigh up Invincibles, yeah. you win one trophy. Yeah, but the way Arsenal talk about it, it's like that is their trouble. Yeah, of course, because it's an unbelievable run. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I say, I'm not sitting there and trying to disrespect that, but you're always judged on, at elite level, what you win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So you look at it and say, fantastic run, great players, that's some great players there. But you end up going on an unbelievable run and winning, what, the league. We went there, we won... <laughs> I'm so here for it, by the way. I'm here for it. Yeah, it's true. The league, FA Cup, and then Champions League. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, that's, that's what it's all, all, always all about. Mm-hmm. I mean, people can talk about how much money they amassed and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, fantastic, brilliant. Money, money doesn't bring you happiness. 
you know, but... Got the memories of all three. There you go. When you retire, like I said, the only, the only time I've ever had the opportunity to sit down and even think about it was when we was going through COVID and I wasn't allowed out, just like everyone, but I was, because I was shielding in that. And I had the time to sit down and turn and say, man, we played some wicked teams in that run, you know, played all the best teams. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Arsenal in England, with Bayern, Barca, all them teams. Mm-hmm. And to complete the treble in such a tough season, playing against all the tough, top, top teams, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that is something to be very, very proud of. Because like I said, we just moved on, we win, we move on. Mm-hmm. And we, we, never, we never really celebrate the way we should have celebrated, yeah. you know? I was going to say, you know, when you won the Prem, did you? Was it the next step? Why we're going to get the FA Cup in? Then we know we're going to get the Champions League. Did you, did you have the steps and thought we got the confidence to go on and win it, or did you just literally that old school cliche take it game by game? Game by game. Yeah. Winning the league, obviously beating Tottenham on a Sunday. Mm. You know, um, we had a little function after. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> madness, madness. Fucking <laughs> madness. Had a little function. Yeah. One of the boys got himself in, in problems. He gets nicked. The manager finds out. Manager absolutely loses the plot because he gets nicked. They let him out, I think it was possibly the Thursday or Wednesday. We got the cup final on Saturday, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. So he was, man. Did you play in the cup final? Yeah, he played the cup final. Yeah, he played the cup final. Played the, played the cup final as well, but it, it was like I said, it was it was game by game, mm-hmm. and the crazy thing we we celebrate, but not we don't celebrate mm-hmm. because we we know we got something else to move on to. So we yeah. after the game we have a few drinks, we go out, we have something to eat, and then boom, we do what we do. We got Saturday to think about FA Cup final now, and then we beat we beat Newcastle in the cup final. Yeah, we have a little one juice or whatever. We fly out the day, day after, we go to Barca. Mm-hmm. We got the Champions League final. Mm. We do that, you know, we win that and then celebrate. Wow. Wow, we did celebrate. I'm to say, I feel like you just went, you just had a full like trade of memories. Yeah, just come man. Through your head, <laughs> mad, mad, when mad. Did you celebrate the win? Did you, did you stay up? We, we stayed out there. Yeah. So we stayed, stayed in Barcelona, celebrated, and we, we come back that morning. So we come back the Sunday. And um, we had to do a parade in Manchester. And I'd never seen so many people in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Manchester was absolutely banged out. You got people hanging off lampposts, everything. And we went to the, it was called the MEN then. Mm-hmm. The arena, went in there, the arena was absolutely banged out as well. And obviously you, you catch up with some of these clips now. You, you don't savour it that time because you're just mm-hmm. like, Pff. but looking back now, you turn and say, yourself, man, best part of my footballing career. But obviously from a striker's point of view, and when I actually signed for Watford, I don't know if I've ever told you this, we had a coach, he gave me uh, a, an old school DVD, like, you know, you can make it over. Yeah, yeah, Of yourself, Dwight York, Teddy Sheringham, Oli for the Solskjaer, all your goals from 98, 99, 2000. I had to watch them all. How, how you finish, where you finish, how you do it. That school of finishing was elite. How did you, was it Iron Sharps, sharp, um, Iron Sharpens, Iron, you just bag like, I've got to beat Dwight York every day, I've got to beat this guy. Or was it a case of you like all just learning from each other? I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, me, me and Oli used to talk about goals and finishing all the time. Mm. Um, Oli was a proper student, man. And I mean, real student, sit down and study things. Like, he was so good at like, hitting the ball through people's legs and that. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't even think of things like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. but Ollie was top draw at that. Yorkie, it was totally different, you know. Finish, yeah, we used to do little things. What I, what I learned from Yorkie was like, Yorkie was so strong, I mean, the same height, mm-hmm. you know. And the goalkeeper used to take a kick. And he's end up controlling it on his chest, and he's got a six foot centre half behind him. Mm-hmm. I'm telling myself, how does he actually do that? All he was is physically strong, and his body movement was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So I used to learn things off that. Like, okay, all of a sudden, I'm bringing balls down my chest with my like 50 yard punt. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do those kind of things before. Yeah. You know, so I was learning from them, like finishing. You know, Teddy, me and Teddy never really had that conversation because it wasn't that. You know, mm-hmm. we, did, we didn't have a relationship to whereby we could have a conversation. But all we ever did with each other was learn off each other. That's why we could all play with each other. So the manager always used to mix it up. Yeah. The big games, we turn around and say the big games because every game was big, but he'd always go with like me and Yorkie. Yeah. But he'd always be prepared to mix it up. You play with whoever it is. But we all played with each other. We'd all score goals because we all knew what we could do. Yeah, yeah. And we all play to each another's strengths. Yeah, everyone's got weaknesses, but we always play to each another's strengths. So you just took to some. Um... Teddy Shogun, mate, so you don't have that relationship. What's that like in terms of going to work and you just don't deal with each other? Or especially when you're, you're playing as well, you might be starting a big game. Yeah, you cross the white line, man. That's, I'm, I'm in my yeah. zone. Yeah. For me, it, it makes no difference. I mean, growing up, it's, you're not going to get on well with everybody. Of course. And that, that's yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. But if you're in the same business, you know, if you cross the white line, are you in our business? You cross the white line. Mm-hmm. You're in this together, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. So you get on with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you come off the white line, game done, win, lose or draw. Let's get back to what we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying we've done what we've done. Mm-hmm. That don't mean me and you going to have a conversation after. We're going to have a juice. Mm-hmm. It didn't, for me, it wasn't work like that. Yeah, it was just business, essentially. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, yeah, of course, I get on well with everybody else. But it, we, we never had that relationship, mm-hmm. you know. But I'd, I'd never, ever make that come in between what the team wanted from me or what the manager yeah, wanted yeah, from me. Yeah. You know, I, I remember one, one time we, 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 had, we had a set to, and I, I, just, I just lost the plot, man. I said, Cha, I got to that stage, we might as well just have a tear up. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was mad, man. It was mad. So I, I come in the dressing room, Roy's having a go at me, but in the end, Roy's only having a go at me because he wants to have it out with Teddy as well. I'm like, Oh, okay. What kind of madness is this? You so know? he's leading on you first. Yeah. So they get to where he wants to get to. So we've done that, and, and the manager pulled us. Uh, must have been the Monday where he said, I can't, I can't accept this. Mm-hmm. I can't have it. He said, Yeah, I understand you don't talk. I understand not everyone's going to get up. I can't have you fighting. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I said, Oh, cool. It's not a problem. He said, Look, yeah, let's get back to it. You know, I, I can't accept it, but just keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I did that. He did it. And then. You know, it's, it's all about progression and try to win what he come to Manchester United do. He want to come win the league, he yeah, won the yeah. league, he ended up winning the treble, you know, so you just got to be professional now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know when you spoke before about you going to train, you air out your business, like you don't air out your problems with each other. Was that the same with you and Teddy? Or did it just, everybody knew? Every, every, everybody knew. Every, everybody knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everybody knew. And I, I think it was, it, you know, it, it, it didn't, Go to World Pre-Season. We went on pre-season, yeah, and I'm an individual, yeah, I'm at that stage where I, I know what I'm doing, I know what I'm looking to try and do as well. And he said something to me, I said, oh, it's like, no, not today. He's you know. <laughs> one of those ones. Yeah. And from then I said to myself, nah, man, I, I, no. Yeah. Just do your thing, yeah, I'll do my thing, and then we'll go from there, you know what I'm saying? Mm. 
You know, and, and, and that's what it was. And from then, the, the boys basically knew that we never spoke. You know, but they, 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 were, they were good about it because they know, cross the white line, they're going to get everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, after, after pitch, it's, it's totally different. Now, I was going to ask you about um, Paul Stoltz, because mm. I thought I was old enough to appreciate him. Because when he was like coming to the end of his career, obviously he was still a joke, but how good actually was it for a striker in terms of just make your runs and he'll find you? It's because he's frightening. And I, I know people say, I'll, I'll be biased. I'd, the best midfield player, mm -hmm. the best midfield player. I don't think you're biased though, because is it like Zidane and everyone said that they'd love to play with him and all that, but what, what was it that, for you, that just set him apart? Passing. His passing was an absolute joke, you know. Couldn't tackle, tackle when he wanted to tackle, mm -hmm. but if he wanted to leave his mark, he, he would be one of those, oh, he can't tackle. Yeah, yeah, But he knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. He, he's one of those individuals. I mean, physically strong, no. Mm. Quick, no. But when he had the attributes that he had, he didn't need to be physically strong or whatever because yeah, yeah. people didn't want to go too close because he'd roll it around the corner and get it back. Mm -hmm. So they'd hang off a little bit, they'd spank a 40-yard ball out or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So people are actually saying, well, what are we going to do here? Are we going to get tight? Well, you can't get tight, he'll kill you. Mm -hmm. I mean, but he had all these qualities you know, that made him a top player, arrive in a box, mad late, mm -hmm. yeah, score stupid goals like volleys and all them kind of mad things. But... The quality he had and playing up, playing up front with him, you know, when he was play, playing in the hole or when he dropped back to centre midfield, the dream. The two, the two boys in midfield, him and Roy, mm -hmm. man, you can't get much better. No, nah, definitely. People don't, I don't think people give Roy the credit as well. Yeah. Roy's a player, yeah. but you know, because obviously yeah. he's got the, the image of a hard oh, man and all of that. But he's a player as well, a proper player. A proper player. Mm -hmm. I, I got to talk about him. David Beckham, I'm, I'm sort of love to head a ball. What was it like to, to have that kind of service? You feel, look, at the time you're probably going, it's just, it's just David or whatever you called him, but now you're a reflective mode. You go, oh, I had some big boy players. You go, yeah, I had some proper players. <laughs> they made it very, very easy. You know, the, when we were there, the manager always used to say, he said, no mess about the manager. I said, look, just get the ball to your centre forward, yeah? That's all he used to say. Yeah. Get the ball to the two boys and they'll win you the game. And in the end, he was like, get the ball, never roll it with Bex. And you knew straight away what Bex is going to do. He's not like, oh, Bex, get the ball in the box. You know what he's going to do. Yeah. Gets out of his feet, was his head down. He already knows what I'm going to do, knows what Yorkie's going to do. Yeah. So if he doesn't sling it in the box, he'll play it in the Yorkie. Yeah, and he'll play a one-two with me or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But you always knew the quality was coming. From the other side, Giggs is a totally different player. Mm -hmm. You know, Giggs is in and out, drops his shoulder, takes people on, plays one-twos and... Pulls things back or whatever. So you, you knew straight away as a combination. Mm -hmm. You knew what he was going to get. Yeah, yeah, definitely. As a striker, did you know when Giggs was going to take someone on or deliver? 100%. You know when you, like, I don't know, you struggle with it. Like, you don't know when someone's going to deliver. Right, Giggs, bet, yeah, yeah, but you know when someone's <laughs> going to deliver or not deliver. Yeah. So 100%. Was it something you knew? Always. Always, always knew. And they, they knew our movement, what it was going to get. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't think at any stage that actually turns around there's any chance. Any chance you're making a little move or something? Yeah. It wasn't like that because everything was it so there's so much interchange, you know. If it was gigs here, look, roll it in the roll it around the corner, get it back, or just get out of space, leave him, mm -hmm. take the full back on, you know, make a run off the center off, whatever. But you always knew, yeah, what he wanted. Bex was totally different, you know. Bex would never never gone the overlap, never just made overlaps and overlaps, yeah, but knew 
I'm hardly going to get the ball because yeah. the delivery from Bex is unbelievable. Yeah. So then it's either right near post, middle of the goal or far post. But he's always got options. He was always like whipping it in. He used to clip things in and work just to try to get anything going. But it, it, was, it was so easy, you know, because you always knew what he's going to get from Kigsey or Bex, yeah. Is that through repetition of training or just like the understanding? Of yeah, ma massive, massive understanding. Because we, we wasn't a functional team in training. It was like, wasn't like shadow play or... Mm. The manager wasn't big on things like that. He was like, get it down and just play. So we used to play loads of small-sided games. Mm -hmm. Just enjoy your football. And all the, the functional thing, never. Yeah. No, it wasn't on it. It wasn't on it at all. Mad to hear now, though. Because yeah. it's all the rage now. Yeah. But I don't... That's another question, actually. You've played with, obviously, unbelievable players. You know, do you ever get frustrated when people talk about, like, players from this era, like, like their... Like, you guys could never play it out ever, kind of vibe. You know you hear it all the time, don't you? <laughs> Nonsense. I, I look at the game now, and the game, it frustrates me to a certain extent now because everything's a foul mm -hmm, yeah. or it's a handball or whatever. I'm, I'm looking at some decisions now. I'm telling myself, man, he just about got touched. Mm -hmm. Or handball, I mean, someone's turning their back and it hits them on the hand, it's handball and all those kind of things. Any, any good player could play in any area. Mm -hmm. It don't matter what area it is, because you're good players. And all you do is adapt. Mm -hmm. So the era now, I look at it now and I turn to myself, can I play in this now? Yeah. I remember Yorkie said to me, Colleen, if you played now, you get 50 goals, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah? yeah? Because running the box, you get chances. Mm -hmm. You know? If you trip over your shoelace, you get a free kick. Mm -hmm. I mean, so it's all those kind of things. So, yeah, I'd... Look, any, any good player could play in any area. It, it makes no difference to me. Mm. I think really that's, that's interesting when you say that, though, because obviously looking at Haaland at the moment, what's he on, like, 40-something 40, 40 goals yeah. already? And obviously he's, he's looking at your record, isn't it? Um, you and Shearer got, is it 33? Before mm. you could get that, obviously, this weekend, you've gone 31. Do you look at your records as, like, they're there to be broken? 100%. Yeah. You know, some people get very... It's my record, I no. want to keep it, and they're quite precious about it. What do you think of, of someone like Haaland? Well, oh, Haaland's different. Mm -hmm. You know why he's different? He plays with strengths. Yeah. You know what his strengths are? He runs into the box, mm -hmm. and he keeps running in there. Yeah. And that's all he does. So when, when people talk, turn around and say, oh, he's, he's this and that, he is. He plays with strengths. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the modern-day game, how many people do you see play at Haaland? Not many. There you go. So he's not changed the game. Mm -hmm. He just plays through strengths. Yeah, 100%. And that's running in the box and whatever. They, they asked me the other day, and I, that's exactly what I say. I, he's good. Yeah. He's very good. Mm -hmm. He's good at what he knows he's good at. Mm -hmm. So why would you want to change that? I run the box, I get tap-ins, I get volleys, I get headers. If you look at all of his goals, he's got none of them outside the 18-yard box. Mm -hmm. Would I complain? No. Of course not. Mm -hmm. I think as well, when you've got those players... Yeah. I, I think he's a perfect system and I, I got cost for this earlier on in the year actually I said I feel like he's going to be the new molder player you know every now and again you get so like when Thierry come from a winger into a striker mm -hmm. everyone started trying to get the wingers and make their strikers and then you had I would probably go Drogba Drogba changed it because it was too up front before Didier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Didier come in and went nah I could do this on my own yeah. I think he's got to be that bold I think you're going to see a lot of six foot plus strikers now who are just running hard in the shadows. Because that, that's all you have to do.
You know, the, the, the modern day game, it, it frustrates me because I look at centre forwards now and they want feet, 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 mm -hmm. feet. I'm telling myself, myself well, do you imagine if you just run 20 yards in behind you? You know, you actually throw on goal. Mm -hmm. I can't do that now. But you know what? You've just reminded me of it. So I've got to give a shout out to Poe and the Filthy Fellas. Like, cause I know you was yeah, 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 yeah. That man give me jokes still. <laughs> but, and I, I, I don't know the fellas now. I apologise. But how would somebody argue with you about what I was? <laughs> no, I'm literally like, I said it to you, and it. But his point was, his point was valid. Yeah. Like, but I didn't even get to hear your point because this guy annoyed me so much that I just turned it off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can't just dismiss a goalkeeper. Yeah. No, so I'm going to ask you the same question, and I'm rubbing your, your lyrics, so apologies. But a one-on-one, -on -one, you you say it's probably one of the hardest... It is. It's the hardest chance, right, for a striker. It is. Can you just elaborate on that? Well, why is one the hardest one, yeah? Because if you look at a striker, yeah, nine times out of ten, you don't have to think because you know what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. You see a picture, it's come bang, there you go, not a problem. Yeah? One-on-one -on -one is... Right, you throw and go, you got options, so I'm going to go bottom left, am I going to go high, am I going to go bottom right, what am I going to do, I'm going to take it round him, yeah? Chances come split second, bounces bang, you know, you don't even think you do it. Yeah? So if you say, oh yeah, it's, it's easy, it's not because a goalkeeper's doing his job. Mm -hmm. So when, when you hear commentators talk about he's a world-class goalkeeper, yeah, because mm -hmm. he's doing his job. So if you're one-on-one -on -one and you miss, the turn said, oh, he's missed the unbelievable chance there, should have scored. In the same breath, you turn around telling us that he's a world-class goalkeeper. Mm -hmm. Make it make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them's got to give, in it? Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, so that, that's the way I've, I, I always looked at one-on-ones. It's a difficult chance because you're thinking, right, what am I going to do? You've got the opportunity to take, go around him, do it early. You do it early, he saves it. Oh, why don't I take it around him? Did you, do you have a certain finish? So, like, you go through on goal. Let's say now you're going for on goal. Did you have a certain finish in mind beforehand, or do you literally just think, like, just come to you on the spot? Yeah. So if, if I'm for on goal, depends what the goalkeeper's doing. So ultimately, the goalkeeper will make my mind up. Okay. If he stays. Yeah. You've been slid through from the halfway line. You versus him, straight down the middle of the goal. Straight down the middle. Now, now I've got time. Depends how far he comes out. Yeah. If he comes out real far, now I've got the opportunity to take it around him because mm -hmm. he can't get back. If he stays. I take as many touches as I can until he makes a move. I either try and put it bottom left or bottom right. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you get in there, you think, oh, right. Because the goalkeeper has not made his mind at you. So, so, so what am I going to do? What am I going to do? By the time you realise, you rushed it. Yeah. You know, yeah. because sometimes what people don't appreciate is when you're in the box, you, you as a centre forward have more time than you actually think. Mm -hmm. And I, I say to my son now, when you're in the box, you, what, this is what you've got to understand. The defender's in the box with you. If his tackle's not bang on, it's a penalty. Mm -hmm. So really, yeah, you've got as much time as you want. Because his tackle's got to be unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Yeah? You take a touch, you make your mind up, boom, there you go. Mm -hmm. You don't think, oh, yeah, but I've got to rush it. Do you not think a lot of that comes from training, though? Yeah, repetitious. No, what about <coughs> the type of training we do finishing? It's always, I think, really not, not realistic. It's always oh, like yeah, fire yeah, back yeah. into you. It's yeah. never defenders there, so... The, the training that we have to do needs to be a bit more game specific. I feel. It's yeah, I hear that. Finishing. I hear that. Like, but I, I used to do a few bits of finishing. It's like, I mean, you put mannequins in there. Mm -hmm. You get a ball, you get out your feet, you have a shot because ultimately that's what you're gonna do if it comes to your butt. Out your feet, you take a shot, hits a mannequin. What do you do? You re react off the mannequin. Mm -hmm. Comes yeah, off yeah. the mannequin, you go and finish yeah, off. Finish on a Saturday, 
good possibility is going to come off someone, you've got to react. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. uh, put little thing, you know, little balls in the goal. Mm -hmm. I mean, keepers in there, makes a save, comes off the board, you're going to finish it off. Yeah. He's got to be try. You've got to try and reenact what could possibly happen on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. If you look at football now, you don't see many people get to the byline, dink some, something up to the far person, the big centre forward comes and go bang. Yeah. They go one. The game's changed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it's, it's not like that anymore. Mm -hmm. Did you change your finishing later in your career? As in, like, the more experience that you had, you went with a certain option, or was it early in your career you was just like? Whatever happens, happens. Because you're in that spell and you have the confidence there. But when, as you get older, <coughs> you've got all the experience to draw on, are you going to change the way you play? I think, I, I think as, as I got older, I was kind of like, I don't know if experiment is the right word, but I, I knew I could do a lot more in my finishing. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think if, if you look at my goals, I mean, I'm, I'm chipping goalkeepers, I'm okay. doing overhead kicks, okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. so I was going to say that because that didn't get as much recognition from the media as Cantona's one against Sunderland. And it's the same kind of thing. But yours is better though, mm. in, my, in my opinion. He's a, he's a striker as well, so he, he loves it as well. Yeah. Retired striker. <laughs> not, not at your level. But, you know. yeah. I, I think you, you, you learn, as you, as you get older, you learn. And when I was at Newcastle, um, I remember David Fazekli was a coach. And I, I use it in, in when I put on sessions now. And what he used to do to me is like, obviously the goals they used to put two little baby cones in the corner. Mm -hmm. And he used to give me, I don't know, for instance, four or five paces. Mm -hmm. Put the cone just inside the cone. So I've got four or five paces, both sides. So right there, that's it. That's where you finish. I'm like, but there's no space there. Mm -hmm. He said, yeah, there is. But then I realized once I got used to it, I said, all I used to do was fade them in the corner, bang. Bang, bang. The goalkeeper can get nowhere near it. As you get more and more confident, yeah, you start putting a little bit higher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you start fading it higher. The goalkeeper's got no chance. And that's, that's what I mean. You start to experiment with your finishing. You get little dinks, you know, um, little volley, what, whatever it is, because the confidence in you is like, right, I can actually do this. You know, like I said, I, I think if I look at my goals, I scored every kind of goal. Yeah. You know, people can turn around and say, oh, yeah, he was. He was always, he's only in the penalty box, six yard tappings. All my goals went tappings. Mm. Went tapping. But I'll I, I take a tapping because you only still only get one goal. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah, this is on the score sheet, you call. No exactly. Don't give you no description. You know, it doesn't matter how, how, it, uh, how it ends up going in the record, innit? Mm -hmm. Do you ever. Um, you, didn't, you didn't take penalties either. <clears throat> that's, that's a thing for me. The amount of goals you've amassed over your career, and you did take penalties. Why, why was that? I, I always said to myself, if I couldn't score in open play, I'm not good enough. He's made a career on penalties. I'm so saying, so you're, not good, you're not good I'm enough, mate. Definitely not good enough. It's fine. So let's add the goal. No one can touch it to me. And that, that was, I mean, that's what I, I always, and people say, but what do you mean, Coley? Do you imagine how many goals you could have got if you got penalties? So I said, yeah, I do imagine it, but penalties. If I couldn't get goals in open play, that means I'm, I'm not actually good enough. Mm -hmm. no, but what people fail to understand, and one of my mates always telling people now, he's in the media, he's always telling people, you got 187 goals, yeah? you got one penalty, by the way. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget this. So all these other goals are in open play. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. really. Because well, you probably say, what, <laughs> for teams you played at, let's say, eight penalties a year? Maybe 10? Newcastle, when I first started, yeah, 10, 15. Man United? 20s. That's what I'm saying. So you're adding per season. 
you'd have got half of them. Five extra goals at Newcastle per year. Ten extra goals at Man United yeah, per yeah. year. Do you get what I mean? The numbers are just... Heads up. What it is, but that's what, that's what I'm trying to, <clears throat> trying to get to. Why is there a level of, like, disrespect to your name? I feel like there was someone, someone got mentioned... It was Nunes or so, and you come back. You, yeah, you don't normally you don't normally clap back at people, but I see. I swear it was online, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was online. I, I, don't clap back at people because, like I said, I'm, I'm retired now. And I've, I've mellowed so much. I can't bother with the nonsense here. Yeah. But he, the crazy thing is, I was just talking to my son, and he said to me, "Oh, Dad, have you have you seen this?" I said, "Seen what?" The comparing it to Nunes. So I said, no, I said, my boy, no, I've not even seen it. He said, God, Dad, go on Twitter and see it. So I went on Twitter and I had a look. Yeah. And some brother, some, he called himself a journalist. Yeah. <laughs> when I read the thing, I told him, I said, no, no, no. Now, I've said, now, I will continue. So, I don't know, know Nunes. I've got nothing against him. I, I wish him all the best. And fingers crossed he works out well for him at Liverpool, yeah. Mm-hmm. But when a man's making a comparison to what I've achieved and what Nunes is, you, you can't compare the two of us, mm-hmm. yeah? So I, I, I told the brother, look, I'm happily retired. I basically explained to him what I've, I've won, how many goals I've scored, and you're trying to compare us. I tell him, brother, don't be disrespectful. Hey, it's disrespectful to you, but it's not fair on Nunes. Exactly. Because you're saying, no, unless you could do what one of the best strikers this country's ever produced could do, mm-hmm. you're a failure. But there you go, yeah? So... He, he, he tried to run with it, and then you, you know you you got all these all the experts on Twitter and all that. <laughs> yeah, and then in in the end, the, the, the brother come out and said, "Oh, sorry, I, I didn't mean it like that." So I said, there ain't, there ain't much point apologising." Yeah, yeah, you've already done it. Yeah, I'm saying, mm-hmm. do me a favour. Yeah, if you're gonna come, make sure you got all your eggs in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when you do come, for make sure everything's proper. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, don't come for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know when you took your penalty, what was the, why did you change? Like, why did you say, oh, yeah, I'm going to take the penalty? And what was the thought process? This, this is the maddest thing. And who's it against? Birmingham. Why else, man? Birmingham, yeah? <laughs> so we, we, Fulham, I'm, I'm at Fulham then, uh, get a penalty. Nobody wants it. Nobody. So Clarkie said to me, come on, lad, you've got to take it. Yeah. I said, Clark, you know I don't take it. Oh, come on, no, what? come on, Coley, Coley takes it. I said, right, no, not a problem, yeah? I put it down, hit it, it went in. I said, all right, cool. And I think we ended up drawing 1-1 or something like that. That was it. Uh, got another one against Aston Villa at the cottage when I was at Fulham. Missed it. Because no one else wanted to take it. And I said, that's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I, I turned around and I said, my soul, look. Ultimately, ultimately, I don't take penalties. Mm-hmm. I don't take because I, I don't believe that I'm a penalty guy. Mm-hmm. If I can't score an open play, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that was, that's all it was. And I, I know many people turn and say, oh, I can't believe as a centre forward you don't take penalties. But that's my choice. Mm-hmm. It's my choice as an individual to know that, yeah, I'm, I'm more than good enough to have done it without penalties. You know, so when people give me the lack of respect for what I've achieved, i.e. goal scoring, but I tell myself, myself you lot are fools, you know. Mm. Seriously. It's harder than people think as well. Yeah. I've missed three penalties in a game. Yeah. Twice. 
And guess who was asking for the penalty? Me. <laughs> and this guy too was like, nah, I'm taking it. He lost three in the game, you know. Made us lose the game as well. But he was stubborn. Yeah, stubborn grass. <laughs> yeah, because when you play football, yeah, how, how many times you kick a standing ball? Not many. Yeah, not many. many. How many times do you actually think about it? It's, it's a time. Goes back to what you said, though. Now you've got time. So for me, like I said, I'm, when I when I take pens, I'm going straight down them and I'm hitting it hard. And everyone goes like, oh, I, I have a I've changed once mm. since, and I missed one uh, earlier this year because I caught it. And you know when it just goes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 just going, yeah. Up, up, Exactly. Up. But um, I feel like that time you can't replicate. No, because you could sit. Everyone could take a penalty. Mm. Someone who's watching this, go to the park and take a penalty, no problem. But actually, there, time, now with the VAR checks and all of that stuff. My first, my biggest penalty was um, in the semi-final, uh, FA Cup, mm. last minute. I've just won a penalty, 94th minute. First time VAR has ever happened. That's the only time I've ever shit myself in a football game. Yeah, because time stops for you, by the yeah. way. And I'm, I'm, but I'd already told myself, you know, go to games, we're going to get a pen. Yeah. I could feel like we're going to get it. So all throughout the week, I'm, I'm figuring it out. But, when that first VAR check, it was like two and a half minutes. Mm, mm, mm. It's big for me, like 85,000 people there. That's new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One half is yellow, one half is, uh, what was one half is wolves. Yeah. Oh, everyone's here, you know. And you know that time, my mum's here, my boys are there, my brother's here. Like, if you miss this, you're out. And everyone's watching, you know. Yeah. And I stood there, I swear to God, God, yeah, my leg is like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone ever watched back, I just go, just like. We're fucking in this. And I hit it, it goes in, and I'm like, ah. Oh. Everyone thinks it's celebration, it's more like relief. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And I just run, I run off. But I was going to ask you, do you ever have like moments when you're playing games and you're like, I can't believe I just did that. I can't believe I just scored. With all, all that you've achieved throughout all your career, is there any times when you scored or, or you played the game and you're like, wow? I, I, th I think you, you do go through surreal moments. Mm. You know, because I, I think at, at some stage you're playing the game and you have the opportunity to say, yeah. yeah. Can, you, can you tell us any of that? I'd, I'd, you know, I had a mad one. We played um, Marseille Champions League and um, we were losing. And I don't know how, I, all, all to this day, I don't even know how I got this overhead kick and it went in. <laughs> but it was a proper overhead kick. Man landed on his back and could have winded himself <laughs> and all those, yeah. The ones you practice in the park. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I ran off celebrating, I'm like saying, oh my God. You, we watched these kind of things as kids. Mm -hmm. Brazilians busting overhead kicks and it's going in the top bin and that. Mm -hmm. And I ran, like I said, run off celebrating. I'm saying to myself, man, this is so special. Mm -hmm. And I come off after and I be the talk about, oh, Dennis Law used to do that all the time, overhead kicks. Now, when people start talking about someone like Dennis Thor, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would never put myself on par with a man like Dennis Thor, but when people talk about he used to score over kicks of fun, you know how proud that makes an individual to even people to, even to say, oh, yeah, man scored an over kick like Dennis Thor. Mm -hmm. We see how that is for you, thinking about Dennis Thor. That's probably how the same is for him, thinking about you. Yeah, I, see, I, I, I get that now. That, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Does that ever cross your mind? Like, these are putting me on the same pedestal as well. I'm yeah, I, 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 get, I get that now, even more so now because I'm retired and I'm a lot older now. I mean, the, the respect that I, from the generation underneath me, yeah, it's, it's mad crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's mad crazy because I am what I am. Yeah. yeah, and that's the first thing they always say to me is, oh, 
oh, you, but you're just you. I said, well, who do you want me to be? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we think you think you're, you're someone else. I said, no, I, I'm me, yeah, and I can't change what I am. I would just love the way we played, or I love watching you go such and such and such. And such. I, mean, I, I, I don't change. I, I, I say I say a lot of people, I'm, I'm like Kofi and Nan, yeah, I'll go anywhere. Yeah, I will actually go anywhere, yeah, and I'll get love mm-hmm. for, the, for what I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, some people can't do that. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, well, yeah. But I think, I think the difference with yourself is people don't know you <clears throat> because you didn't do a lot of media. Still don't really do a lot of media, do yeah. you? You pick and choose. But because now I feel like you're, you're showing yourself a little bit more in terms of on media, now it's like, ah, oh, you're cool, because before it was a perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, he don't speak, so he must not like people. Yeah. Like, it's all built up off that. But I want to talk about this. This is a special one. We've got the, uh, the England jersey. How was it like to, to just be capped, like, to be capped by, your, by, your, by your peers and say, you, you are playing for England? Like, how was that feeling? Not just for you, but for the family. And I think... For me, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting now. I can see my debut. My, my debut was a washout, man. It, it was horrible. It was the worst feeling in the world. I, me, I remember um, it was against Uruguay at Wembley and substitution was made and Teddy was coming off. Mm. And I was, I was nervous as hell, proper nervous, representing England. I'm, man, regardless of what I'm doing at Man United, I'm going to represent England now. Substitution is made, he, he's come off, he's totally blanked me. And I'm going on the pitch and like I said, I've said it so many times. All I'm thinking about is, oh my God, I wonder if everyone saw him not shake my hand. And my mind's not even focused on the game. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of like embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking, oh, I wonder if anyone saw it. I wonder if anyone saw it. So I go on the pitch. I'm unfortunate, I hit the bar and whatever. And I, I come off the pitch after the game. I, I was so upset, I was disappointed in, mm-hmm. What had gone on? Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I was more concerned about if people had actually saw that I got blanked on a line. And so it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a debut for me to remember. It, it wasn't nothing to savour, but my, my England career it was a non-star from, from the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it was one of those ones. So when people talk about all this nonsense, I wasn't good enough to play for England. Spun that. Yeah, that's spun that. Was that when Teddy was at Spurs, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So you didn't have no kind of beef with him before that? No, ne- never. So that's where it all just started from? Yeah. There, yeah, yeah no, nothing. Like, we, you know, you, you play the game, you get, you get sent off. I mean, you get taken off, sorry. And you're disappointed. Mm-hmm. Of course you are. And that's what you, you're supposed to be disappointed. You know, you're professional. But not to the extent to whereby someone's making their debut and you actually like, you snub the individual because you're so disappointed that you've been taken off. Yeah. It, it's as if, like, you're what taking me off. Him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that, that's, that's the way I felt. I remember watching England play when I was younger and everyone always used to make a beeline for the individuals making their debut. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm... Like yeah, you know, yeah, he's, yeah. he's making his debut. Come on, man, cheer him yeah. up and give him a hug and I mean, pat him on the arse and wish you all the best. And I remember before that, I got into the England squad. I was with the 21s. Uh, Lowell McMenemy was manager with... Um, uh, Graham Taylor, and because I when when I was with England twenty one year, but when I was younger I was, I was I was a bit mad, so I used to go away with twenty ones. I was going with a madness, yeah. 
So I'm, I'm, I remember Laurie said to me, he said, right, uh, pack your bags. I'm saying to myself, I ain't even done that on this trip, you know. I've not messed about this trip. I'm, I'll try to be professional on this trip. But I'm saying to myself, why are you sending me home? That's what I'm thinking. This guy's sending me home. I don't even know what for. So I'm trying to think, what do I do? Do I train? I don't really train properly anyway, but I wasn't rude to it. That's what I mean. So he said to me, you're going with the senior squad. I said, like, oh. Yeah, he was like, oh, my God. Proper nervous, nervous, nervous. I'm like saying, but I don't want to go. You know, man's nervous out here. So he set you up for that then, yeah? Yeah. I go, I go with the senior squad, and I remember uh, meeting them. I said, this is your room, Coley. Got my room. Went in my room. Didn't come out my room. Must have been about 20 minutes later. Bang, bang, bang on my door. I said, my God, who is this, by the way? Right, Coley, come on. It was like CP, uh, Des, a couple of other men come out and said, right, come on. Come with us and whatever. And I thought, oh, man, I felt so welcome. You know, even, I, I know that, that was the year England didn't go to the World Cup, lost to the Koeman, the Koeman should have got sent off, the free kick and all that, so yeah. didn't go to the World Cup. So I, I knew then, yeah, because what I'd done for Newcastle that season, I had a great chance of going to the World Cup, I ended up getting 41 goals that season. Mm -hmm. I knew if England had gone, gone to the World Cup, possibilities of being left out, mm -hmm. I was going 41 goals, never. So yeah, I was, I was disappointed, but like I said, when it did come round, my England... England career was a washout from day one. It, was, it wasn't meant to be, mm -hmm. you know. I remember sitting in the room when uh, Kevin got the call from David Davis explaining why Terry wasn't going to put me into the England squad and things like that. And I was saying to myself, does it really go like this? Mm -hmm. You know, but for me, it ended up being like that yeah. you know, throughout, throughout my England career. So when people ask me about it, am I disappointed about it? No, I'm, I'm not disappointed about it because I, I know I was more than good enough to play for England, mm -hmm. you know. Cotton Palmer and Des Walker's older black players come and welcomed you because they knew how hard it was for a black man coming into that England cell. Most probably, yeah. yeah. Most it's probably. Them, yeah, he's good for them. Recognise it and then yeah. try and welcome you into you know? it. But, but I think at, at those times as well, as senior pros, mm -hmm. you know, senior pros would always do those kind of things, make you feel welcome. Mm -hmm. You know, because I, I grew up in a generation, I, I always say, when, when, when I was a scholar, well, he's not a scholar, he's not a scholar, no, that's, that come later, man. When I was an apprentice at Arsenal, yeah, some of the senior pros could be an absolute nightmare, bro. Who was coming through at Arsenal when you were there? Uh, Merce, well, Merce was in the first team, yeah. Mickey Thomas, David Rowcastle, God bless his soul, Paul Davis, Gus Caesar, Martin Hayes. So they were all the young guys. Yeah, I want to know the person who let you go. From Arsenal, yeah. Do you know what I mean, George. No, but I'm saying, do you know, George like he, he let you go. But I'm saying, how, how does that? How do you live with that? If I'm, if I've let you go now, then you go on to score all the goals you score. Have to. That's gotta be the one. That, you know when they say about the, the one, the one, yeah, the one that you missed. You know, like all the goals you scored, you'll remember that one chance you missed for one game, and you could score three in a game, but you, the fourth one you should have scored. That's what, how I imagined. Yeah, hundred percent. Because but the thing about I, I, I wasn't easy. I wasn't easy when I was at Arsenal. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> madness, man. I, I signed for Arsenal when I was fourteen. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. And they said to me, right, Cody, uh, schoolboy forms. We, we only guarantee schoolboy forms. So I was thinking, yeah, right, that's cool, man. Because I, I know, I know, I'm good enough. I, I turn pro. Mm -hmm. I turn pro. So some are schoolboy forms. I remember at the time. I come with my parents, schoolboy form. 
you got a little signed on for your little one pound, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The man thought, yeah, but <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. So join Arsenal, 16. Done my, my couple of years at Lily Shore, join Arsenal, 16. Then I start hearing, obviously, the, the bring boys in from uh, Scotland, Ireland, and places like that. I find out that some of the Scottish and Irish boys are turning pro at 17. They, they told me, yeah, that no one turned pro until the 18. Yeah. So I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> this can't work, you know. You can't work. No, 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 you're going you're gonna to turn pro. You're turn pro. I said, no, 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 no. Turn pro at 18. Yeah, yeah, but I said, no, no, no. You've got these men turning pro at 17. You're telling me, yeah, no one turns pro at 17. Mm. I said, I ain't waiting. No, Coley, don't worry, you, you, uh, you're going to turn pro at 18. So I said, no, no, no. So them, them times, I, I, was, I was going for a little madness at the club anyway. And Ricey, you, you know Pat Ricey. Yeah, yeah. Pat, man, Pat was always screaming and hollering at coach, as a coach, you know. I'll get into his head, and if I don't get into his head, I'll just run him and all them kind of things. Because back in those days, that's yeah, yeah. what it was. So I said, like, cool, cool, cool. So he tried to get into my head, didn't work. Yeah. Run. I run at my pace. Still don't work. Yeah. One day he just went on too much in training, so you know, I bust a mad piece of skill, bag one, picked the ball up, blasted the ball in the air, walked in, got shouted, and was cut. Was cut. I said, I'm done. That was the end of it. Yeah? I said I was done. So I'm like, I'm, I'm like 17 now. And uh, David O'Leary was leaving, and David obviously a big poet, and I, I didn't drive. So I said to him, um, David, can I have a lift to a uh, Cock Foster's please? And he said to me. Coley, have you done everything? I said, yeah, yeah, everything's done. He said, are you sure? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he dropped me off, yeah? This time I packed up my bag and I'm cutting. I'm done. I am done with football, yeah? And I'm 17. I said, I ain't going back to that place. Yeah, so I'm living with my sister then. So my sister said to me, Andrew, why are you back here so early? So oh, sis, I'm done, you know. So what do you mean that I ain't playing football no more, man? I'm done with football. He said to me, no, no, you can't be. My brother-in-law started, he said, no, what do you mean, brother? He said, no, I'm done. He said, no, you can't be done. No. I said, no, I'm done with this. Man tried to treat me like I'm an idiot over there. I'm not having it. Yeah? But you got to, no, I said, no, I'm done. Packed up my bags, cut. Yeah? I started phoning my mum, because those days, my mum was the only person who could talk to me. I remember my mum telling him, if Andrew makes his mind up, that's it, you know? There's not a lot I can tell him because he's ignorant, bad. Yeah? Alright then. So my mum said, What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? But this time my dad, yeah, he's no longer with us. My dad knows he's not even a football man, but my dad is always saying to himself, right, if he's playing football, yeah, I know where he is. Mm -hmm. He can't get himself in no trouble. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So my dad was saying, so he was saying, So what I'm sonny, Jim, what gone? So I said, Oh, you're not pops, I'm done. Hey, you mean you're finished? Always you say, don't make them people get to you. I said, oh, I can't bother it, Dad, no, I can't bother it. He said, no, 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 you pack up your things, you go back. I phoned my mum again, and my mum said, oh, yeah, and just go back and see how you get on. My sister was on, so I went back, yeah. I went back within 18th birthday, boom, pro. No ramping, no messing about, no like, oh, yeah, two days later, my 18th birthday, I got my pro. What, present for Yeah. And I was a foreman. So then I was a foreman, yeah? 
So I was the first year up there, so they gave you the job, so you got to oversee everybody. I told them, look, you lot just do what you're doing, yeah? Just, just do what you're doing. Yeah? So long the jobs are done, do what you're doing, yeah? Rashi took the job off me. What? I told him, like, do what you're doing, do the jobs, yeah? Because it's not for me to dictate to um, the guy same age as me. We're all apprentices at the same time. Just do your jobs. Enjoy yeah? the Make sure we don't get in trouble, mm-hmm. yeah? And then we all leave. Oh, no, nah, I got... Oh, uh, no, nah, we're, we're taking it off you. And he gave it to uh, Ray Parler because Ray's a year younger than me. So he gave it to Ray, yeah? When it comes to duties and that, cleaning boots, hybrid and all that, you think a man could tell me to do that? <laughs> You're mad. I'm doing what I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? I do what I've got, and I'm ready. No one can tell me, I'll call you, you need it. I ain't doing it, you know? What do you, what do you think to that in terms of um, that apprenticeship now it's kind of gone out of football, hasn't it? Do you think, do you think an element of that is missing now, that it's yeah. needed still? 100%. Mm. I, I learned so much from being an apprentice. I did, I did my apprenticeship, obviously, before Lily Shaw, before my apprenticeship. So I realised then how tough an apprenticeship was going to be. So when I went to Arsenal and did my apprenticeship there, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, cleaning boots at the time, you think, oh, yeah, it's shit, ain't it? Mm. Um, Brushing out the stadiums, oh, it's shit, but it gives that character building, mm-hmm. you know? So, look, if you ain't gonna play football, this is what a normal nine to fiver could yeah. be doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know? So, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I had the opportunity then, you, I mean, you form a bond between whatever pro you've got, mm-hmm. you know, because you clean these boots and he's yeah. looking after you, might say, oh, there's they some boots for you, or whatever, maybe. But then you, you get that interaction, you know, because everyone then was together. It wasn't like, oh, you train over there or whatever. No, no, no. You know, so I, I, I really enjoy my apprenticeship. Yeah, I, I'm not going to sit and say, yeah, man was a bad boy apprentice and that. Because no, I, I wasn't. Yeah. I mean, you got to talk to me on a level here. You know, and that, that, that was me. But I, I enjoyed actually being an apprentice, not going to lie. Well, I wanted to ask you, how good was Peter Beardsley for you as well, as a pro? Unbelievable player. I remember um, talking to Ivan Tony and... Peter Beasley kind of looked after him at um, Newcastle as well, and it was good for him and his career. And I, I think I read somewhere in the same that how good he was for you. Yeah. Unbelievable player. He was, he was the first man that I learned. He said to me, Coley, stand still, and you'll get space. I'm like, shut up, man. <laughs> no, you know when you thought, oh, shut up, man, that don't spell sense. Because every coach has said, oh, you got to be on the move, you got to move, you got to move. Yeah? Exactly, or just move. So in the end, I, I just stood there, yeah, and I kept getting the ball, and I'm like, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he said to me, I told you, Coley, just stand there. Or you say to me, right, if I go there, just go there, and I will find you. Yeah, and I said, okay, not a problem. I'll just move somewhere else, and he'll find me. So his first pass was like, going to Peter, first thing he looked like, can I get Coley in? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, he, he, he was a magician. He was yeah. an absolute magician. I, 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 love, I love playing with him. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. So when you, when you look back, I will ask you a question. You look back all your career, you can only pick one player to, who's going to be giving you the assists. Of everybody you play, who are you going to pick? Little scores. <laughs> wow. I can't even answer that. I ain't want to lie. <laughs> I mean, I, I play with some unbelievable players. Mm. I, I'm, I've, I've been lucky, man. People say, oh, you're too humble, bruv. 
No, I've, I've been lucky. I play with some fantastic players. So that, that's a difficult one to answer, man. Yeah, yeah difficult one to answer. Man. Who's the toughest defender you've played against? They're all tough. But my mentality was, whoever you're playing against, you've, got to, you've just got to be a nuisance, man. Yeah. You have to be. Have any of them ever done, like, shit-ass things to you? Like, no, pinching the back of your arms and standing on the Achilles, <laughs> them old school ones? Or... We, we played uh, Juventus in the um, semis. And they had a um, Uruguayan brother. Is it Montello? I think his name was. Oh my God, this brother was tough. Mate, he used to drive me nuts, man. Come down your Achilles, knee you in your back, all them kind of things. Uh, and then the other guy who played as well, Ferrara, was, was a tough brother. Yeah. Tough, tough brother. Old Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them man were proper rigid, man, them. Yeah, but you, you, you cross the white line, you know, but we don't matter how rigid them men are, yeah. You got to come out the little sun. You gotta make sure that man come up to pitch and turn and say, "Hey, Cole." Okay. You know what I'm saying? So then you know you left the mark on them. People don't understand you know, how that's better than anything, you know. Yeah. And that little that someone in your, your, your opposition go, "You're right." You. Why only be? Why even not even say it? Just a little nod, and you're like, "Yeah, that's better than any tablo." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any anything that your mates or your missus can tell you, but. Somebody you played against you. Yeah, that, that was special. I, I remember I, I, I played against um, Blakey when I was young. I, I'd just gone on loan. I think I think I was at Fulham then, yeah. And pff, when I crossed the white line, yeah, I looked at the size of Blakey. I said, "My Jana, this boom boy, yeah." And I gave him a hard, hard day that day, a proper hard day. I'm, I'm a boy. Yeah. I mean, he's an experienced pro. And I remember Blakey shaking my hand, and Blakey's hands were like shovels, bub. Mm -hmm. Yeah? And I remember him saying to him, well played. Yeah. yeah? I'm sitting there looking back at that, and a big experienced man turned around and said to me, well played then. And obviously, I've, I've come across him since then. But the respect I felt then, because I'm a young boy and playing against that man who played, been playing for years, yeah. that gave me a proper G up. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You're there now, you're at that level. I mean, to know that, yeah, I can go on and do a little thing now. You never know you're going to get to the levels that you get to, you know, but you can don't always turn and say, yeah, I know I can go and do a little thing still. So I just want to like, kind of wrap it up on a lot of what you're doing with the foundation. Uh, how, is, how is that going? How's your health going now? How are you feeling? You're looking well, but how are you feeling? Yeah, man, I've got the head right, you know. I'm a... When I went down with the illness, I'm thinking, let's ride it out, yeah, man up. Do your thing. But then you, when you realise you can't man up, you can't do your thing because this thing can actually take your life, mm -hmm. you've got to start thinking about it in a different way. And since I've like, understood it, no, I can't beat it. So if you can't beat it, you just got to try and manage it to the best of my capability. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do now. So with um, my fun that I had, because I know what I went through mentally. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I went to the transplant games in Newcastle. And when I'm listening to these people talk here yeah, and they're telling me that they're looking at me as inspiration, I'm looking at these guys play football and all these mm -hmm. kind of things. I'm saying, no, you inspire me. Yeah. So yeah, that, this present moment in time, you know, I've, I've got my golf day coming up in June, um, raising good money. Uh, yeah, I, I just, man, I just want to continue. I, I want to see this thing grow as big as possible. My health, as they say, man, your health is your wealth. Don't matter how much money you got, you know. Yeah, just I mean, when the big man calls for you, it's your time. It's your time. Mm -hmm. And you can tell people, I got all this money. You turn around and say, well, it's your time. Yeah, for real.
cut it off. Got one more question. So all of everything you should be you're proud of everything you've done. How was it like seeing your son play his first game? You know the maddest thing. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Mm -hmm. It's proper crazy. When when he's made his debut, you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm a man. I don't really show emotions and that because yeah. I mean that's why I'm built. That's that's like that comes from my dad. Yeah, I mean he got no time for emotion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I remember when he made his debut, man. I was I was in bits, bro. I was. Oh man, he's crazy. And you know what? Today it's getting announced before this goes out. And anyway, he's one player of the month. I'm sitting, he sent it over to me today. I'm saying to myself, you know, the maddest thing is I actually feel proud of him winning that than what I fucking won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's mad. That should be though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I'm, I'm welling up on that. I'm saying to myself, I'm so proud of him that he's won that. And I'm telling I'm saying to myself, but. Oh, you imagine what? Oh, oh, this is what I want. This yeah. for me, and it's not over mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy to be able to watch him. Mm -hmm. I know what he's been through, and I know he's not built like me. You know what I'm saying? But he shouldn't be. Yeah. Because we are a representation. Your dad probably would have said you're not built like him because he, he sacrificed for you, and you're you sacrificing for them. It's, it's, it's something that we we know mentally they can't be because they've never had your struggles. Yeah, yeah. He's had his own struggles. He's never had your struggles. Yeah, you know he's beautiful, man. And like I said, you know what? It, when, when I was growing up, my, my dad had no interest in football. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the peaky thing my dad used to say when I was young, I said, I want to be a footballer. He said, mm, not a gossip. <laughs> I'm like, what are you saying? Mm, not a gossip. <laughs> he said, a black man will never make a living off playing football. But this time, my dad just come from Jamaica now. Yeah, yeah. He's been here for a minute. Obviously, the way he got dealt with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he kept saying, you have to play cricket. I said, nah. He said, you won't play football because you won't make it football. And if you do, you have to be four times better than your counterpart. Mm -hmm. I only realised that later on in life what he was saying to me. Mm -hmm. Because I look at my career and what I've achieved in my career and that. And then people are still trying to mock my career. For my achievements, and as a man who's done less than me, they want to give man flowers. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because your name don't get brought up like, let's say, Michael Owen. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Everyone's like, Michael Owen, boy, wonder what could have been. But actually, he was meant to be, because he got, he got injured, so he had his career, had his time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic career, yeah. Not, not the guy, yeah, but. Yeah. You've had a long career, mm. scored more goals. You get what I'm saying? One more mm. over the over the course of a career. Course, yeah. But the way that you're spoken about isn't in that glowing regard. No, it's it, 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 it's not. You know, because as as I say, I don't play the game, man. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't play the game, man. I, I can't I can't play jigaboo, man. <laughs> I can't play jigaboo. I'm 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 not. I I wasn't built to do that. Mm -hmm. I mean. My father he always used to say to me when I was young, you know, boy, there's certain things you've got to do to get to the next level. Mm -hmm. I, didn't exp I didn't understand it. And then I look at it now and I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah. You know? My granddad used to say the same thing to me. Because anytime I was in trouble, he'd say, hey, you go, and see, go and see your granddad. Mm -hmm. And my granddad, old Caribbean man, straight Jamaican man. I said, what do you, boy? I, you know, I, always, I hated people calling me boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they didn't know better. Mm -hmm. yeah? mm -hmm. 
he always used to say, when are you going to behave? I said, yeah, yeah, soon, Grandad, soon, Grandad. Yeah? And he used to sit me down and say, right, this side is going to go, yeah? You have to play the game. Mm-hmm. You have to play the game. I said, what do you mean, Grandad? He said, you have to play the game. To get to the next stage, yeah, you've got to play the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah? I said, Grandad, no, Grandad, no, Grandad. Uh, sometimes you have to play the game to get to the next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then he said, once you get there, yeah, you basically you can do what you want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you got to suck up. And when I'm young, you, you don't take those things in. Mm-hmm. You go, nah, man, I ain't doing that. Well. Yeah. Yeah. But then, as, as I was younger, I mean, I used to do things my way. Mm-hmm. And if I can't do it my way, I want business. Yeah. yeah? But as, as I started to grow and understand things in a totally different way, I turned and said, oh, let it go, man. Don't bother. Mm-hmm. See, see, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just let it go, man. Don't bother because you have to do it this way now. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to do it this way. And I try and show my son examples or try to do it the way that I couldn't do it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. I can't do certain things. Is it, is it father, son, or are you friends as well? Have you managed to bridge that gap with your, with your own son? I think it's me and him. Yeah, because he, I, I think with, with my son, he, he, he didn't understand what I was about. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, because like you said, he, he, he didn't understand what my struggles were. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I grew up in a generation whereby no one, there ain't no talking business, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one don't talk, he's just, okay. man's got to go do something. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the time you grow out of that, this doing something don't get you anywhere. If anything, it gets you in trouble. Yes, yeah. I mean... Mm-hmm. So what I've tried to do with my son now is like talk things through with him. Mm-hmm. You know, because my, my son obviously seen me grow up, he seen me lose the plot and all them kind of things. And I said, no, no, you don't do what, don't do what I used to do. Because mm-hmm. I only knew that way. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to show you a different way now that will be, be- beneficial to you. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people throughout my career tell me, I say, oh, it's this and that. Because I'm saying, oh, Cody, I ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. he's a bad egg him. I mean, he, he doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. No, because I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but we don't like it. You don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So I always say to my boy, now, don't, don't do what I do because that's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to do it a certain way. And he's, 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 totally, he's totally different to me. It's a great thing, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, I could talk to him for, for like 20 hours, but like that <laughs> old saying, isn't it? Like, don't meet your idols. But today, one of my idols, I'm glad that I have. Oh, yeah. bless him. Anyone that ever says, don't meet your idols, dude. No, I said, everyone's different, Appreciate man. Bless him, man. No problems. Yeah. Nice one, man.